0: Well, hey there, welcome to the Business of Ergonomics podcast. My name is Darcy Jeremy and welcome. In this episode, we are going to be talking about nothing but sales. If you are building a business, if you want to get more people in your business, if you're new to this, if you're used to working for someone else, this episode is going to be for you. Welcome to the Business of Ergonomics podcast. I'm your host, Darcy Jeremy. I'm a board-certified professional ergonomist with over 15 years of experience delivering ergonomics programs to employers of all different types. In this podcast, I share what other healthcare professionals are already doing and being with ergonomics assessments and how to land those clients that you dream of. Without further ado, let's jump into this episode right now. Thank you. You've been listening to this podcast. We're more than 50 episodes in. And I wanted just to reflect back and say, holy cow, I've really appreciated you coming on this podcast journey with me. And I've hoped that you've taken something from it at this point. Every episode I, I do, I strive to give you at least one action point. That you can put in place to your business or how you run your marketing or how you do ergonomics assessments that will be valuable for you. So, let me first say thank you for taking the time out of your day to invest in yourself listening to this podcast. And as we move into this new season of Ergonomics Help, um, I'm getting ready to launch my Accelerate program. I only launch it four times a year and I'm opening an enrollment at the end of June 2021. So if you are interested in learning about how to do ergonomics assessments, looking for that support from me, or wanting to know how to use modern marketing techniques to sell ergonomics and to find paying customers, look no further than Accelerate. Um, head to um, ergonomicshelp.com learn-ergo. And you can get on that wait list. And I'll be sending out some updates to everyone in, on the wait list real soon. So heads up to your emails, everybody. The members of the Accelerate program are just doing so well. What I love to see people doing is getting outside their comfort zone and taking action. We have members who are just learning how to do ergonomics assessments. Because with Accelerate, you have access to the ergonomic blueprint. And I also have members who are tired of working for other ergonomics companies or other companies or clinics or whatever, looking working for someone else and wanting to build their own business as a side hustle. So they're in here too. I'm showing you how to use marketing techniques to build your business in a systematic way. And it really is all coming down to the system. And uh, lastly, I have people who are starting from scratch for their ergonomics consulting firm. And what does that mean? I, it means giving you the tools and um, the material so you don't have to continually run on that hamster wheel of content. If you've ever felt that way before, when you always have to develop the new things and go into the literature reviews and all those things that just take time, where we all know the real value. In doing ergonomics assessments and marketing is actually doing the things, executing the assessment and executing um, the marketing techniques and tactics. So I'm giving you all the material so you can focus on really the execution because it can take anywhere between seven and twelve touches to move a prospect from just knowing about you to asking about your services. So I'm giving you all those tools, and you know it takes time. It takes time, and I'm there to help you along the way. So, enough about that. Um, If you're interested in that, it is going to be opening super soon. And I'm so excited. I love the results that my program is getting, um, the students in it. And I'm really excited to see and learn more about your business and see if this is going to be something to get you to that next level that you've been desiring. Saying that, sales the sales conversation. This episode, I'm going to be giving you a very simple technique that I have used when closing clients. It's easy, it's simple, but it's also at the same time, it's quite difficult to do. And it all comes back to the idea that you are very passionate about ergonomics. You know that your offer whatever it is on the continuum of all the pro- programs and assessments that you do, you know that it's going to be changing to the person that you're helping and the organization you want to help. But here's the thing. While I value being passionate about ergonomics, Perhaps it doesn't even feel like work for you. You enjoy doing it so much, it feels like a hobby. Well, my friend, I'm with you on that. But that passionate, that overzealous of sharing of information, all the things that you can do to help your client, won't necessarily help you in closing the sale. I find the most difficult part of the sales conversation And I say this with a sense of humor is just shutting your mouth. (laughs) I know this seems simple because it is simple, um, but it's actually quite difficult. And there's a reason behind this. Having and having the ability to stop talking in a sales conversation requires nerves of steel because there's going to be empty spaces in that conversation, or even in that email, there's going to be empty spaces that comes up. And that's what we want. It's a good thing. Do not feel compelled to close the gap. Of course, there's going to be different levels of readiness and you must first close that knowledge gap between where they are to where they need to be to just know about what your services and what types of services that you offer. Once you've educated your client up to that point, then this is the next step. Let me talk about the opposite. So this is going to reflect on what it looks like generally when I'm done sales conversations, and I felt the need to fill the gaps or the laws in the conversation instead of the conversation to go silent for moments. There's the first thing. I've usually added more information that doesn't help my prospect to process what we just talked about. And it's usually, quite frankly, because of my own insecurity around sales and making the sale. And that's the reason why I feel that urge, the urge can be quite strong to end the silence with more information. More information is not going to help you in this case. You've already explained what you're bringing to the table, what you think will help serve your your client. When I add more information, it changes the energy and shifts the discussion to something else. In many cases, not what I intended to. And sometimes this brings in a whole tangent that's nowhere near the service offer that I was going to close for the client. It confuses them. Or maybe you just want to throw in another option for the client thinking it will add clarity to your offer and the reasons why they need to move forward. But you know what that really adds? It gets them overwhelmed. Have you ever been here before? You've been so close to closing that sale and making the close that you can actually feel it. You can taste it. It's right there. You want to grab it and give them more information, but you can't. So let's talk about when we haven't filled the gaps. When I haven't filled the gaps in a sales chat, the opposite happens. This is where the client asks me really meaningful questions. And I give the client enough time to process what I just said instead of getting what I like to call power washed with information. Um, When I say this, I think of opening up a fire hydrant and just I'm envisioning water just spraying into my um my prospects or my clients face i just want to stop let them process consider the options and literally just close my mouth and it's so difficult and the reason why i think that this has been so powerful in my business and this like i said this can be you talking to that person on a zoom call or a phone call in person or even emails i've done both the best thing that I've ever done is just being patient, waiting for the gaps because they need to process what you've just said. They're making a decision not only for them to deal with because they're going to have to pay you and work with that, the reports that they you give them. They need to understand if this is going to fit with the Problems and the struggles that they are experiencing with their business, and generally speaking, we know what that's going to be for every single business out there. Okay, so they are going to be dealing with um, discomfort, complaints, and figuring out to get to get the best chair, and they might deal with workers' compensation. So we know generally how to to approach that and how to include that type of messaging in our conversation up to this point. So you've addressed those objections. You made a business case. Now is the time to just listen. Not present any more information. If there's other opportunities that you can provide value with in their process, sure. You can bring that up after you close On the contract, right? After um, you send them the contract, after they sign it. But before then, you have to focus on the one thing that you're talking about. Otherwise, they're going to get overwhelmed. Rightly so. There's a lot of things going on. Ergonomics can be very overwhelming. But until you close with that contract or close with the date or just close in general, then you might be well, actually, you're probably doing things. Um, you're probably saying things that's not going to help you close that particular sale. You're making it more complex. So I really want you to consider this. And um, the next thing I want to talk about right here is making that action step. What are you going to be doing next to incorporate this idea into your business? have you have you Have you been in situations? Similar to this in the past, when you know that sale was so close, you could taste it, you could feel it, they were interested, but for whatever reason, it wasn't able to close. Can you reflect on what could have made that situation a little bit better? If you, What could stack the odds in your favor? Let me know. Um, let me know um, at the bottom of this, the blog post related to this podcast. Let me know what you think, what you think you could have done differently, or what, on the other side, what you do that is extremely valuable. All right. Like I said, um, Accelerate, at the beginning of this episode, Accelerate's opening for enrollment at the end of June. If you're interested about learning tactics like this, all of this stuff is included in Accelerate, and that's, that's why I've made this podcast, to give my members of Accelerate another... Option to digest this information and for everyone else to come into um, the program because I can't wait to meet you and learn about your business. So, hope you enjoyed this episode and I can't wait to get to the next one coming up. Soon. So, if you like what you heard in this podcast episode and you want to learn more, you want to learn how other healthcare professionals are already adding office ergonomic expertise to their services and practice, I have a training for you. All you have to do is head to ergonomicshelp.com slash learn-ergo. That's ergonomicshelp.com slash learn-ergo, and you can get started today.